Hey friends, this is Andy Jenkins with the Tribe Talk Podcast. I am in the offices of Transformation Ministries where really we do three things. Number one, individual and family counseling, particularly for people in crisis situations. Number two, I'm going to come right back to this in a minute, the Transformation School of Ministry. Put a pin in it. Number three, uh, we do issue-focused Prayer ministry. Okay, so today I have right here, in fact, it's not in my office, not in Rock's office. We're actually in, this is a beautiful office because you have these big windows. You typically don't get like the corner office until you, you have like, I guess you've arrived. <laughs> this is, I'm sitting here with Michelle Bounce who has like the coveted office with all the windows. Michelle is the, what's the official title? You're in charge of of that second thing, Transformation School of Ministry. Right. So, cool. mm-hmm. all right. So, what's the official title? Like the headmaster, <laughs> the grand like, poopa, like the, the, the ringmaster. <laughs> with some of the people here, mm-hmm. I mean, they're all professional when they've got to be, party when they don't have to be prof- I could see that. Yeah. I could see being the, you know, uh, Patty was on here a couple weeks ago. Right. Patty could be like, She's got her own ring. She does. We all have our own ring. So, uh, Jan seems to be the most serious. Yeah. Um, Paula has her own. Yeah, I could, I could see. Okay, so talk talk to me about like the Transformation School of Ministry. Give me very quickly what the school is, what it does, why it exists. Because it's, it's not like a grade school. It's not like a college school. Like, let's define what kind of school it is, but then I'll, I want to go back and figure out how do you end up at you personally transformation school of ministry so at the ministry school we uh, train and equip fellow Christians to help in their ministry with other students um, with probably people within their own sphere of influence um, and what we do is we take them it's a two semester well actually it's a four semester two year program and we take you through the first semester, which is quite funny. People come in here and they don't really realize a lot of times why they're even coming. And they think that they're coming to help other people, to learn how to help other people. And they yeah. quickly find out in the first semester that they're actually getting help themselves. You're talking about the inner healing class. Yes. Yeah. The very first semester is the inner healing class. And when they come in, um, they come in thinking, yay, I'm coming in to learn how to help all of these other people around me and learn how to do ministry. And they quickly find out, oh, there's a lot of other stuff that I need to take care of before I can effectively and efficiently help those around me. Well, it's like high-level stuff. I I feel like I've done a lot of work on my own over the past. Mm -hmm. Um, And I I came in here and I, I took... Class number one, you know, and you're like, oh yeah, I'm gonna help some people. Oh, oh, oh I, I still have my own stuff. Yeah, I'm still. I gotta work on. Yeah. Oh, so. Yeah, I had a best friend of mine um, that decided I finally convinced her to come through the school because obviously, being the director of the school, I think everybody should come, right? Right. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm probably one of the biggest promoters besides Patty. Pat, Patty, well, Patty doesn't even leave the school. She's she in a whole different, I, I know, she's in Patty, a whole different ring. Yeah, but Patty promotes everything around here. She's awesome. She's like our walking billboard. But um, so I, I convinced my uh, friend to come, 
and because she's led freedom groups, she's she's been in ministry for years, and so she came and and I would every single day for the twelve weeks that she was in classes, literally would call me every day at twelve o'clock, crying, going. I thought I had gotten over this. I thought I was past this. Literally ministry with her for for three months through the first semester. That's right after school because school's like 10 to noon. So like she walks out, she's like, "Uh, uh, this is kind of, I I know we haven't really got past semester one yet, but I remember, you know, I walked into your office yesterday and I had just sat through one of the, I think it was class 11 of 12 in the semester, every semester, 12 lessons. Right. And you taught it. And I walked in and I said something like, yeah, that one kind of got me because I had just, you know, uh, did the thing that like we're talking about, you know, in the class, won't get into all the weeds. And and you were kind of like, yeah, me too. Like it hits me every time right before I teach it. (laughs) And it it just kind of shows, I mean, like we're all still in process, you know, you're saved, that's assured you're secure and at the same time still working out all that salvation means. Right. None so, of us are finished products. Yeah. Okay. Well, none of us, some none of us of more us. finished than others. Some of us self less finished. If you talk to the staff around here, it's like every single semester we've been doing this for a while and it's every single semester. There's always something because we're always living. So we're always going through life. Right. Right. So, if you're, if you're living and breathing, there's going to be issues that come up in life. And it seems like every single semester, there's always something that's going to pertain to something you're going through in that season. Right. It, it never fails. Jesus and, is going to make sure you learned it. And he's going to make sure you continue to learn it. you keep going around that yes. block yes. as many times as you need. Yes. Okay, so that's inner healing is the first thing. Because, the, again, the goal is like we're going to go minister other people so we're gonna learn about inner healing to help them through our issues but then we learn that oh i got stuff so we're working through our stuff semester two semester two is called liberty and liberty is we we partnered with restoring the foundation which is what patty patty talked about that's right that's what patty uh is in charge of and uh, a lot of the curriculum that we teach in the liberty semester is uh, a lot of the restoring the foundation curriculum. It's a lot of the prayer ministry. It's learning how to actually do the ministry on individuals. So I imagine in that one you're getting some skills, um, not strategy. That's kind of the wrong word, I would think. But really, just it's very practical. Yes, very practical. In some practical. sense, and start learning, hey, there's. I imagine there's kind of these repeating things that uh, creep up. So you, you learn... Number one, inner healing. Number two, liberty. Number three, so start moving into the second year. What are we getting into there? So with any kind of ministry, if you've done any, uh, in any kind of form, you know that once you step out into ministry and you start helping other people, obviously the enemy doesn't like it. So uh, when you start doing that, you, you come into spiritual warfare. Yeah, he just wants to throat punch you. Right? Right? Yeah. So we teach you how to counteract that. We teach you how to be on the offense instead of on the defense. So semester three is all about spiritual warfare. It's about learning how to take what you have learned in the school and, and use it. So give me a, a, an example of a topic that's in 
and I, I'm going to put links down below to where if you're listening and you go, well, okay, that sounds interesting, that sounds interesting, you can go and kind of chase the rabbit hole and dig into it. But what, what's something that you would well, learn? Well, the first in, one, the, the first lesson actually is probably my, my favorite. I love to teach this lesson. Um, the first lesson in semester three is um, it's called Promise for More. And it's basically the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And I, I would not want to do spiritual warfare without the baptism and the power of the Holy Spirit. And so before we ever even get into the lessons of spiritual warfare, we go through the importance of what, did it, what is it to partner with the Holy Spirit and have the power of the Holy Spirit working in you as a Christian and as a prayer minister. Um, and then we walk you through the spiritual gifts, all the gifts um, there in uh, Corinthians. We teach you how, what does that look like? How do you use that in spiritual warfare? We teach you about the blood of Jesus and how to apply the blood of Jesus and how um, it's not even talked about uh, enough today. Right. You know, and, and the thing is, the only reason we're able to do the things that we do as Christians is because of the power of the blood of Jesus. Right. And so we teach you how to apply that and how to use the blood of Jesus as a, as a weapon. So I... I I think that's a great way to frame all of that because so often when people think spiritual warfare, they instantly think, you know, because they just because of their background, their church experience, mm -hmm. um, that we're necessarily focusing on the bad side. Right. And here we're like, well, wait, hold on. Like we, Jesus, the Holy Spirit, right. you know, moving in his empowerment, walking out that relationship. When you move to semester number four. Mm-hmm. That's what? Semester four is a lot. Of, it's called Breaking Strongholds. And it is a lot of the things that we see in our counseling sessions. And so you're going to have gender identity. You've got um, domestic violence. Um, one of the coolest lessons that we start out with is um, the brain. And so we break down the science of the brain and then we go through what trauma looks like on the brain. And you see how um, memories are stored in the brain and how those triggers come in. And so we, we show you how all of that even looks that you start to even process different wounds, hurts, trauma, betrayal, things like that. Yeah. But we take you through all of those different um, things that you would see in those counseling sessions, and we teach you how to um, minister that. What are red flags? What, 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 when you see somebody that comes to you and they go, okay, my child is um, having gender identity issues, which is a very hot topic these days, um, you know, we, we show you what is the best response to that? What does it look like as on a Christian side, how to be able to talk effectively to that? How would a person even get to that place? Like it, we take you back through child development and the different stages of boys and girls and, and, and what they didn't get, what they needed to have gotten, what may have caused them to even be in a position that they're in right now but we also teach you how to minister through that. So, like, if, I, if I'm putting all this together, you know, liberty and back to inner healing and the third one, of course, spiritual warfare, you're getting a lot of, it, it seems like this is kind of a journey that takes you on healing for yourself 
It gives you some tools to help other people. It's very spiritual. It's also very relational with your Heavenly Father. It's relational with other people that you're walking with. It's very practical. Like it's 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 all it's not just information. It's you're you're attaining kind of this well-rounded skill set and kind of opening your eyes to see some things that you you might not have even thought of before. And then there's that element of like you're you're bringing didn't you actually have a brain doctor teaching yes. this? Oh, you say you're, you're bringing in this. That's kind of what I picked up when I was interviewing um, Jeff Dolce, the doctor here who is you know the psychologist, mm-hmm. that so often we feel that things of the spirit necessarily are separated from things of high skill or high structure. And you know, like with the school of ministry, you're going, no, no, this is, it's, it's everything. Like Jesus rules all things. So right. you bring like there's you you don't just go well this is his and that's not it's like you bring it all to the table. What else would people need to know if anything about that breaking strongholds class? Um, we call well it's our last it's the last class in uh, the school. Yeah, and so you get to graduate when you finish, <laughs> which is also important. <laughs> um, well, so, so graduation's coming up like two I, I weeks. Mean, yeah, I mean, but like as the as the time we air this, like I'm, you and I are recording this like now, right, on a nondescript day, but like I'm airing this the week of graduation, right. So like people are graduating this week. So what does what does that mean? Like when somebody walks across the stage and you're up there because you're the school admi- administrator and rocks up there because he's the founder, you know, and the uh, executive director and the you know kind of the, the lead pastor and shepherd and you know guru and all of those things together mm-hmm. and you give them a certificate like what does all that mean it means they did a lot of hard work for two years <laughs> sounds like they did a hard hard work on themselves <laughs> yeah and now they can help other people yeah that's it uh but we like to use our past students. Um, you know, it depends on which track you're on. You can go through the school and come in here and be on an educational track. That means you just want to learn some information. You want to grow in your knowledge of ministry, right? And that's great, and that's fine. And then we have other students that come here and go, you know, we really want to partner with you guys. We want to we want to come in, and we want to help counsel people. Or, we, or, or I would like to be able to teach within the school. Or I want to come back and be a small group leader. Um, We even have an ordination process that we're developing um, through the school. So if you're on a track for certification, that means, you know, we've got a healing house that we're going to be doing. Those people that have graduated from our school, the people that have been, that we've been with for the last two years, we've personally got to know them. We've done ministry along with them. Right. Um, you know, those are the people that we're going to be looking at to, you know, lock arms with, to come back in and, and let them take now what they've learned in these two years and give back to the new students that are right. coming in. Hey, now that you, you've been through the school, you've gotten all these tools, now let's, let's help equip and train others together. So there, So some of them are trained and equipped then to help people in the school. Uh, I, I imagine a lot of them are trained and equipped and don't come back to the school. They go into their churches. churches and mm-hmm. not as the pastor. I mean, maybe, maybe there are some pastors here. In fact, I, I know there have been some that have come here, but they, but they might be a lay leader in the church right. leading small groups or overseeing ministries. And then they go back and take the skill set there 
or the marketplace, wherever. So it's not just about keeping them. It's about equipping them and then... We like we set them out. I mean, we set out apostles. You know, they're they're the sent ones. But what is so cool is when they go through the school, you know, if, if they're a small group leader, just say you're a small group leader, you're wanting to know how to uh, better lead your small group. The tools that you learn here, because you never know who's coming into your home when you lead a small group. Yeah. You open it up, you don't know what's coming in there, right? Right. But you want to help them. Yeah. So when they come to our school, and once they lead, they can go back into their small group. And when they see that person suffering, or they see that they're going through something, they start to recognize. They'll go, oh, I bet this is the root of that. This is really what's happening here. Not only do they recognize what actually is really going on, they know they have the confidence because they've been taught for two years. Now they have the confidence to go and effectively minister to that person, to really help them. So, you know, I love it that we're able to, you know, we're discipling other Christians but they're, they're getting stronger in their own groups. Not right. just here, but when they go in their own ministry and doing their own thing. Yeah, you take this everywhere you go. Right. I, I have noticed, like, one of the trends, it, I think it's somewhat positive, but it's a double-edged sword that at churches, it seems like, you know, years ago when I grew up, there was such a high bar to let anyone step in and do ministry. So you had to get all this training and you had to go to these classes and maybe you had to go to seminary. And then we might go, okay, we're going to set you loose and let you lead. Now, you know, churches have gone to the other extreme where you want to lead a small group. Man, you just post your name on, on online and tell us what you're teaching and where it is. And, you know, we'll rubber stamp it and you're off and going. And it, I mean, maybe there needs to be a happy medium where we do make it easy to do ministry we do make it easy to serve but also like we we equip people in some sense and that's really one of the strongest suits that i see here is people are getting equipped to do the real stuff of life because um i mean you think about where you're going to bump into people who need the stuff that you teach the most it's it's going to be out out right you know, it's your neighbor where, wherever you are right it's the person next to you it's the person, you know, maybe that you see in Walmart. It's the person that you're having dinner with. You know, it's a family member. But, you know, what is so cool is um, you can bring up leaders. And you see a lot of churches equipping a lot of leaders. But if those leaders lead out of hurts and out of wounds, that's what they minister through. Yeah, I've done that. Right? Haven't we all? <laughs> At some point in I've time. I've been an overachiever in that area. Right? <laughs> but but that's what's so cool yeah. here because, you know, um, Rock said many times, you can't disciple a broken vessel. Right. So we take a lot of um, pride, I will say pride, in um, equipping people to minister effectively through healing, not ministering. We're, we're raising up leaders from here. a place of being healed. Yes. From a yeah. place of healing. We're raising up leaders here, but we're raising up whole healed leaders. Yeah. 
that aren't ministering and leading through wounds that have not ever been addressed. Right. We peel back every layer of your onion you have. Yeah. Well, and you guys do it in such a gracious way, too, to where it's not... Oh, get down and tell all your secrets. It's 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 just kind of the natural process of learning these truths. You know, the scripture is opened up. The people who've been praying for you as they're teaching the classes, they they reveal the word with with words the Lord has given them, and then all of a sudden it's just you, you know you kind of like we we're saying earlier, you kind of see it like oh, this isn't for somebody I'm going to help. It is, but first of all, it's it's for me because God's going to do something to you. So that well, you, he can then do it through you to, to reach but, others. And also what is so good about the school is, so we have the classes every week. But before each class, we have a 30-minute worship session that we do every week before every class. We have 30 minutes of worship. But not only is it worship, we demonstrate the power of the Holy Spirit in those worship sessions. But it's also providing a safe environment for those students to take what they're learning each week and learn to minister to each other. Yeah. It's it's almost like their own little lab rooms. But it's a safe they feel confident because they know we're on the sidelines cheering them on. Right. Like, hey, you know you you can do this. And we're giving them the freedom and we're giving them the ability to be able in those little you know, it's 30 minutes. Yeah. But we've seen healings in those 30 minutes. We There's all kinds of prophecy that happens in those 30 minutes. Um, just the words of knowledge, the words of wisdom, encouragement. But it gives them, they're building each week, the confidence that they need to go outside of these four walls and do it outside of us. Well, they can, they can mess up here, too. I mean, like, you know, right. how many times, you know... You, Men and women who regularly teach from the stage have, that do it well have at some point in the past not done it well. Oh, they had yes. the freedom to, uh, you know, like after, oh, yes. after class one day, we've been here, you're, you're a phenomenal teacher. And you walk in here like, I, I, I didn't knock that, that, that wasn't my best. And I'm like, no, it was great. And you're like, no, it wasn't my best. But, I mean, that's the point. Like sometimes you walk off and you're like, that was it. And then sometimes you're like, eh. Um, it makes sense to me, like if the gift is teaching or preaching or something that's public like that, it, it does take practice. Even though the Holy Spirit gives you to do it, it would also make sense to me then that all of the other more intimate ministry that you do would also take time and practice and mm-hmm. safe place to walk it out, work it out. Um, yeah, that's beautiful. What, what is, a couple last questions, what's your favorite part of the school? watching the transformation from the students, the way that they come in, um, <clears throat> because obviously doing ministry and teaching these students for two years, you get to know them. Yeah. And watching them come in on day one, semester one, and some of them not even realizing why they're here. They right. just Somebody told me to take this course, so I did it. And then watching them semester four at the end to see the transformation in their life yeah, from how they started to how they finish. It is the best reward. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I, I would imagine that. So, um, I'm, I'm going to let you, before I sign off, tell somebody that's listening that might 
just be thinking, well, is it school for me or is it not? Like, what? Give me the like elevator pitch commercial. I would say if you're breathing, <laughs> the school that's is not, for you. That's not. <laughs> <laughs> and the reason I'm saying that is because everybody has issues. You know, the old saying is, if you say you don't have an issue, that's your issue. Yeah, plus all the others. Right, plus all of the others. Um, And, you know, I don't know anyone that can't learn more. Well, for instance, just just this morning, in our worship session this morning, we had um, a lady. And it's for all ages. That's what's so cool. It it is for all ages. I mean, you can go from 18 to... 82. This lady's going to be 82 years old tomorrow, right? Um, And she's like, I can quote scripture. I've been in church my whole life. One of my children is married to a preacher, but I can say the things that I have learned in this school, and she's in her second semester. She said, the things that I have learned in here, she said, I've never heard before, and I've been in church my whole life. And she said, I'm taking it in the things that are happening in my family that I'm going through right now and that I've been going through the past few years. She said, it's shedding such light on it. Now I understand what's happening. Ah, uh, so there's the answer. Is is just keep walking it out. Keep letting the Lord do his, his work in you. Is that it? Yeah. All right, let's close it down. And, and, you know, here's how Rock would always say it, because he just articulates it so well that if you're listening, uh, if you got the email, if you, you know, you stumbled across social media, the website, whatever it is, you're not designed to do this thing alone. And there are an incredible group of, uh, let's just be honest, you said it was a circus. You know, ringleader, <laughs> you know, imperfect people up here who, who who tend to just be open and transparent about their flaws, not not about the bragging sense, but just hey, look, I've been through that, and let me just you know put my arms around you and walk with you through this. Um, you're not designed to figure it out by yourself, so don't. As he always says, come join the tribe.